the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, there is good news if you believe the news is not fake news. But if you know that it's not being square with you, uh, then you are boxed in (laughs) by inflation, which the number announced this morning, 8.3%. According to uh, CNN, that means it is cooling off. The New York Times says it is leveling off. Other outlets like The Hill say it is uh, taking a break. Uh, But it is nevertheless at a 40-year high, and it is above the anticipated 8.1% number. So we will be talking about why prices keep climbing and who is responsible. It's not the guy who says he's not responsible. Uh, That guy is President Joe Biden. He was asked about it yesterday on our clock, but this happened uh, after we stopped, well, I should say, after we reached our limit on the lies we could stomach him telling us, uh, here is the president yesterday when asked point blank after blaming Putin and the supply chain and anyone and everyone else. Rick Scott, senator from Wisconsin, not to be confused with the real Rick Scott, who is a senator from Florida. Uh, Here is Joe Biden when asked point blank about the role, if any. He played in inflation. Do you take any responsibility for your policies? I think our policies help, not hurt. Mm. Republicans love to attack me as a big spender, as if that's the reason why inflation's gone up. Silly Republicans. Silly, silly Republicans. Uh, spending on infrastructure, spending on the American Rescue Plan, uh, trillions and trillions of dollars. Uh, that has had nothing to do Uh, with inflation, according to Joe Biden, not according to anyone else who doesn't work for or with Joe Biden. Uh, But let's just go back into the Wayback Machine, shall we? If you want to judge here on the uh, opening segment of the Bruce Hooley Show, whether or not the Biden administration can be trusted, if what they tell you has veracity to it. Let's go back, I don't know, maybe pre-inflation, back to, let's say, a year ago today. Let's pick that date out of the thin air. May 11th, 2021, Jen Psaki at the podium talking about the then threat of inflation. Was she being truthful or was she being hmm, Jen Psaki? I will say, as we've said in here before, but we'll reiterate that, of course, we take uh, the possibility of inflation quite seriously uh, as you know, actions that have been taken to date or proposals that have been made, uh, most economic analysts have believed that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. I w- mm, a temporary transitory impact. 
temporary impact. No, it's not temporary. It is sustaining. It is not going away. We have gas prices that are at an all-time high. We have diesel prices that are at an all-time high. Let's see. I took down some of the other numbers today on the climbing prices out there. Ah, eggs year over year up 23%. Chicken up 16.4%. Milk up 14.7%. Airline tickets up 33%. New cars up 14%, and utilities and gas up, gas that's like natural gas to heat your home, up 23% from a year ago. Again, I don't know how inflation is only 8.3% when all of those are well in excess, almost double every single one of them. All of them pretty important. Anybody live without eggs or chicken or milk or, well, you can live without airline tickets and you can live without new cars, I guess, but hard to live without utilities Joe Biden not facing reality, continuing to play the blame game. And he has now uh, clearly been fed a new talking point. It's inconvenient for Joe Biden that Donald Trump is not really a front and center item in the news anymore. So he is a harder target to hit when blaming everything that's going wrong because of Joe Biden's fingerprints all over it on Donald Trump. So let's invent a euphemism to blame Trump without naming Trump. And so MAGA is associated with Donald Trump, make America great again. Biden, I guess, would be uh, make America poor again, MAPA. <laughs> and, uh, but that's not enough for Biden. He has now unveiled the term ultra MAGA, which, you know, like everything. He does. He underachieves. Because just for alliterative purposes, wouldn't you go with Mega Maga? I would. I'm proudly Mega Maga, Uber Maga, uh, Steroid Maga. I'm all of that and more. But Joe Biden, of course, because he's a Democrat, hates America. He's aligned with the left wing of his party that believes in mob rule, that believes in paying you to not work that crushes incentive to achieve which is essentially crushing the american dream and i don't know if he's cognitively aware or if he is simply uh, being steered in this direction by the puppet masters around him but the reason while it would be nice to know, is really not important to know in the sense that it does not change the outcome. And the outcome is that average Americans who get up in the morning, drive their kids to school, put their kids on the bus, drive to work, have to fill up their cars, have to buy groceries, have to pay utility bills, the lion's share of the country is demonstrably worse off with Joe Biden as president and doomed to being worse off for a longer period because he shows no interest in getting his arms around the real cause. He doubled down yesterday on the fact that it's not only not his fault at all, but his priority items are... Green energy related. Want to spend more money related. More social programs. More this, more that. 
I had an interesting discussion years ago with uh, a woman who runs a very, very profitable retail business in Northeast Ohio. And we were walking through her uh, store, and she has uh, one-of-a-kind items in her store made by Amish craftsmen. And we were talking about one particular item in the store and how she had a very difficult time keeping it in stock. And I said, uh, well, I guess you have to get the, uh, you have to increase your supply. And she's, she, she said, no, that's not how you fix it because this, this Amish gentleman is making everything that he can make now. He's producing at max capacity. So do you know how we're going to fix it? And I said, uh, no, I don't. How are you going to fix it? She said, I'm going to raise the price. I'm going to raise the price. Because she knew that if she was selling out of the item, that she wasn't charging enough for the item to balance the demand with her supply. But if she charged more, people would do what? Buy less. Thereby, people wouldn't get frustrated if they're out of stock, but those who really wanted it would have to commit a little bit more of their resources to get it. We don't have the option. With gasoline, unlike a handcrafted rocking chair or you know, a garden tool or something made by an Amish craftsman. We all have to have gas. And by Joe Biden crushing the domestic energy production of the United States, we either have to import more, which you always pay more to import it than to produce it, or because there's less of it in order to get it, you have to pay more for it. Because, yes, oil companies are in business They are in business, and they are in business to make money and to service their shareholders and to guard against future regulatory impediments to them getting the gas and oil. So that is why gas is so high, diminished supply, and the demand that really hasn't increased, it just stayed the same. But if one goes down, the other has to go up, so the prices are way up. When the prices go up for gas, for diesel, the price for everything goes up because it becomes more expensive to get it from where it is produced to where it is purchased. So this is not a difficult problem to assess. It is not a difficult problem to fix. It is only a difficult problem to fix because we have a president who is aligned with a party that refuses, refuses to fix it. And there is no other takeaway from that other than the fact that he does not care about our inconvenience, our stress, our suffering. He does not care. He stands there day after day, press conference after press conference, and lies. So maybe we should change his name from Joe Biden to... Pinocchio Joe Biden, because his nose continues to get longer with every lie he tells us. We know he's lying. He knows he's lying. And he knows we know he's lying. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer, 98.9 Columbus, 94.5 in Dayton. 
Uh, I take my kids to school uh, every day, and I'm uh, pretty committed to getting my kids to school on time. We have uh, two major possible backup threats on uh, my way to school, at least where my kids go to school. We have the uh, two lanes down to one on the curb in curve in Dublin that everybody knows is coming and no one observes. And we always have the people who bogart all the way to the front of the line, hoping and knowing somebody will let them in. Uh, and then we have the 23 exit off of 315, which some days is not a problem. Other days is a problem. I've never been in an accident on the way to school, and I hope I never am. And if I am, uh, I got to tell you, I will not have the same commitment to getting my kids to school on time as a driver this morning in Springfield. Uh, Shortly after uh, 8.30 a.m. today, police and medics were called to the scene of a car that crashed into a house. And I'm looking at the picture here from the Springfield News Sun, and it was not a little bump fender bender. We've got uh, studs askew. The wall is gone. Door is gone. Okay, so that happens, I guess. You know, strange, weird things happen. But, as I said, very committed to getting the kids to school. The driver of the car drove off from the scene and dropped their children off at Horace Mann Elementary School. (laughs) Hold on, kids. Let me back out of here and get you to school on time. So they did that. So that's what's going on in uh, Springfield, Ohio today. Uh, What's going on all over the country is a mainstream media attempt to hide the fact that inflation still rages out of control. Uh, Prices are nuts. It's depressing for me when I'm on my way to school with my children to pass a gas station and see the price escalating. I mean, it got down to... Did you, like me, get to the point where it got to, like, 341? That's the lowest I can remember paying over the last, Mm. I don't know, (laughs) few months. 341! And did you, like me, have to fight the urge to go, hey... Hey, 341, not bad, right? Because we're getting conditioned to it. We're the frogs in the boiling pot of gas prices being being brought to a slow boil by Joe Biden's ineptitude. But when it goes from 389-ish to now 429 in like a week, well, even us silly conservative frogs Notice when you heighten the temperature like that. But Joe Biden, when he takes a, first of all, does he, he probably does. He probably does take a car from the real White House to the fake White House across the street. That press conference you saw him hold yesterday was from the fake White House across the street from the real White House. Now, why doesn't he speak at the real White House? The reason he does not speak at the real White House, and I don't understand this at all, but this is the reason that's been given is that the White House cannot be outfitted with the requisite teleprompter that he needs to get through a speech. So they have to take him over to the mock White House across the street, no doubt in a barrage of big black SUVs, thus introducing untold carbon emissions into the atmosphere, 
But they can't put a teleprompter in the real White House. I guess maybe it'd have to be too big so that he could see the letters or something. But he's up there yesterday talking about uh, Republicans being the cause of inflation, Vladimir Putin being the cause of inflation, uh, the supply chain being the cause of inflation, and telling all the rest of us to just cool your jets, hang on, things are getting better. The ultra-MAGA agenda. Their plan is to raise taxes on 75 million American families. The mega-Republicans are counting on you to be as frustrated by the pace of progress that you're going to will hand power over to them and enact so they can enact their extreme agenda. Yeah, that's how it works in elections. You don't do the job, you get fired. You don't do the job, you get fired. That's how it really works. Um, you know, can you imagine if Joe Biden was a CEO of a business? What would happen to him with this kind of quarterly earnings report? He'd be gone. We, though, have to put up with him for two and a half more years. Now, will he be forced into doing common sense things to lower prices by a red wave that we expect in the midterms? I don't see I don't see how. The only hope that we have is that right now he's so beholden to the the wackos in his party that he's afraid to go to war with them in advance of the midterms. But he's going to have to see after the midterms that with the Senate in the hands of Republicans, which it's looking more and more like it will be, and the House unquestionably in the hands of Republicans, and the House controls the purse strings. He can't spend any money unless the House says to, and they're not going to let him spend any money. Maybe he will moderate, as Mitch McConnell said, which, by the way, while we're on the topic of Mitch McConnell, I know Mitch McConnell has um, done some things that anger a lot of (laughs) MAGA. What's he say? Mega MAGA? No, he didn't say mega MAGA. That's mine. Ultra MAGA. That's what he says. Lame. Of course it's lame. Mitch McConnell's done a lot of things that anger the ultra MAGA movement. And I'm not going to tell you how you should feel about Mitch McConnell or how you shouldn't feel about Mitch McConnell. But just know this. All this furor about the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, which that better happen because if it doesn't, then we're going to get more leaks out of the Supreme Court because we're going to have rewarded them for this particular leak with somebody among the five justices flipping sides. We would not be on the cusp of overturning Roe versus Wade and returning the abortion issue to the states where it has always belonged. Unless Mitch McConnell had used the rules of the Senate. He didn't break any rules. He used the rules of the Senate to keep Merrick Garland off the Supreme Court in the latter stages of Obama's second term. Without that, without that, we would have Merrick Garland on the court. The guy who wants to send his FBI agents to school board meetings to investigate parents for caring about their kids' curriculum. We'd have Merrick Garland instead of Neil Gorsuch. Well, we might have Gorsuch and we might have Kavanaugh because you presume they would have gone in that order. But we wouldn't have Amy Coney Barrett and we'd still have abortion. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.